0: How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. That game just sucked. That just fucking sucked. Uh, I mean, you know, they have the terrible first period. They clean it up in the second. Have a, a, a really a tremendous third period into the last couple of minutes, and then it's just a parade to the penalty box. I mean, all right, the closing your closing your hand on the puck, you know, you just make a stupid mistake, but you can't make stupid mistakes in that situation. Then the uh the hayes hook, I mean, clearly clearly a fucking hook. Uh I, I, what else can he say about it? He just um Wow! Yeah, and then the Lawton, uh, the Lawton interference at the end, seven seconds to go in the third period. You just have to be smarter than that. You just, you just can't make a mistake like that. the The penalties at the end are what lost them this game. Um, yeah, and we'll get into some first period stuff. It's just like you know, they only gave up one in the first, so you can only harp on the terrible start so much. And then they did a tremendous job making up for it. I thought, uh, you know. A couple of minutes left in the third period. I'm sitting there thinking, man, that's the, um, <laughs> that's one of the best periods of hockey they've played this year, really. That was, that's just, and then, and then they just start making mistake after mistake. And, you know, people are pointing out in the comments, obviously, like Provorov had a ton of mistakes tonight. Uh, I mean, 12 seconds in with the own goal, Ghost gets burned on the, on that play by Pasternak, and then, uh, he banks it off of, uh, off of Provy's stick into the net, and it's one nothing before most people had even cracked their first beer. Uh, but, you know, the defensive zone continues to be an issue. Turnovers continue to be an issue. Just taking open shots continues to be an issue. But they had a 3-1 third period lead, and uh, they just gave it away with stupid, undisciplined bullshit, really. That's... I don't know what else you can call it. Like, they gave this one away... It, Boston, probably, you know, I think these two teams are about even, but Boston just knows they are just far more, I, the knows how to win thing I think is such a cliche sometimes, but man, Boston knows how to win and the Flyers still do not, and that I think showed tonight, the Flyers fucking panicked with a 3-1 third period lead and ended up giving it all away, they get a point, a point is good, it's better to get a point than no points, Uh, And considering the way this game started, I think a lot of us after the first period would have been very happy with one point, but then we watched 40 more minutes of hockey, and it it got to a point where the Flyers took over in this one, but... As soon as they, uh, as soon as they just started having to think a little bit, it went bad. That's all I have on this one. It's not like I want to get into the box score. I don't want to get into stats tonight. This was this was an emotional loss because this was a dumb loss. This had nothing. This had everything to do with the Flyers making stupid fucking mistakes uh, and just being undisciplined, and that's why they lost the game. Let's get to your comments. I ain't staying long. I'm gonna scroll up a little can't defend Lawton's penalty but refs were inconsistent from what they let go in the beginning of the game and what they called by the end of the game uh, yeah, yeah okay that's ha- that's every single game though Like, every single game, the referees are going to be bad. Every single game, the refs are going to be inconsistent. You know what you can do to avoid that? Don't hook people. Don't interfere. Keep your feet moving. Be a hockey player. Like, you know how you avoid penalties? By skating. That's how you avoid penalties in the NHL. Move your fucking feet. Don't make it look like you're being lazy. Couple of lazy penalties, lost them the game tonight. What did you think of the Hayes penalty? I think it was an obvious penalty. I think it was right in front of the... I thought the the worst penalty call of the night was the JVR slash early on. That was like a terrible call. Uh, It was just weak. But, like, it was letter of the law, penalty. Like, they called called a hold behind the net on the Bruins. Like, I don't think they lost this because of the refs. I think they lost this because they broke rules that are very easy not to break. Like, you break rules, you get a penalty. Had they just gotten away with it, like, okay, that's fine, but it's not like they didn't commit these penalties. Uh, on a positive note, those jerseys are growing on me. I bought one the day they became available. I liked them from the start. Uh, something that got pointed out that I hadn't thought about uh, was the socks. I think Boosh talked about the socks. I really dig the, uh, the socks on these jerseys because, like, I had them as a kid. Like, I wore those. Like, I, I, I just, uh, th- that really brought some nostalgia back when he pointed those out. No intentional offside at the end of regulation. Still kill one of the last three penalties and they win the game. Yeah, just kill one of the three. The, or, well, you know, one of the last two and then there's not a need to kill the third, you know. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, the intentional offside, that's a judgment call. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to throw my arms up in the air over what's, a, to me, a stupid thing anyway, a stupid call. Oh, it's intentional. It's not. I don't give a shit. Wasted a great game from 25 and 93. Yeah, I thought a lot of guys uh, showed some positive things tonight. JVR continues to really be so much more of a complete hockey player than uh, than I thought he was when the Flyers signed him. And I liked the signing because I like someone who scores goals. And I thought, you know, he'd boost the power play and help replace eventually Wayne Simmons, which he did. Uh, but in terms of production, not in terms of Everything else Wayne does. I'm not saying that. Y'all know how much I love Wayne. Uh, but just, you know, I liked it, but I didn't think JVR would become, especially at this point in his career and at this point in his tenure here. Uh, and he, sh- I thought he showed signs last season of... Um, progressing his game and just being a little bit less one-dimensional I remember at one point Scott Lawton called him one of the best passers in the league I think it was Lawton last year called JVR one of the best passers in the league and I was like yeah you think so and then you, I watched him a little and you know he's a guy who gets paid to to score goals get in front especially get those deflection goals and everything but he does set some pucks up nice so I do think he's uh he, he's he's showing some real good growth in his game and that's great but yeah you can't like a uh, wasted a great great game, but from 25 and 93, you get that big goal from Faraby, Faraby on the, on the one-timers, man, we need to get him in that bumper position on the power play or something, they gotta, they gotta figure out a way to get more shooters on that power play, and that kid can shoot, but it's, you can't waste a 3-1 lead on the team that you're gonna be battling for top of the division in the, like, at home in the third period, you can't do these things, these are just very frustrating fucking losses. Was that a, actually a penalty on Hayes, or am I crazy? Yeah, I mean, he got a stick in there and turned, like, yeah, that's a penalty. Can't blame the D for that game. I mean, the defensemen, listen, team defense, when we talk about the D, like, yes, do they need another top four defenseman? They do. But team defense is a problem for this team, not just the defensemen. Obviously, you know, it's defense, and they're called defensemen, but it's, it's it's a team effort thing, and I thought they really came uh, along well, especially in the third period before everything fell apart with the penalties. Uh, they were standing guys up at the blue line. Uh, I thought Myers had a, a tremendous game in the neutral zone with uh, a couple of takeaways. He helped set up the one goal, but yeah, you, the defense had its struggles tonight, absolutely, especially the guys that you can't That you can't see struggle. Like, Provorov and and Ghost can't give away the puck as much as they did tonight. Jesus, Ghost. He just had a game where you could... It just looked like he wanted to sit down. Like, I can't handle the puck tonight. I don't know what to do. That's what it felt like. I almost felt bad for him because every time he touched the puck, it was was on the other team's stick. Uh, I still think he gives you more upside than anyone else they have. Tell you, I thought uh, Eric Gustafson, he had that block. I thought he had a couple other... um, Subtle defensive plays. Thought he had a couple of takeaways in the defensive zone tonight. I thought Eric Gustafson had a um, sneaky, better-than-expected defensive game tonight. What showed is the Boston Stars and top line gets the job done. I mean, yeah, if you give them that many opportunities, obviously that assortment of really good players is is, is gonna is gonna come through for you. Like, yeah, give them three power plays in the third period, they they fucking tie and win the game. Sure. It was the Flyers' job not to take those penalties, and it, I will say, like you, you look at um, you're home against Boston, and you have if Sean Couturier is in the lineup, and I I I've, I've refuse to use excuses uh, in terms of missing coots uh, and injuries and things because like one guy shouldn't make so much of a difference, but when you look at like. The coach decides to not start the best line tonight. If Sean Couturier is in the lineup, you know what doesn't happen guaranteed? one nothing after 12 seconds. I'm just, it doesn't, that doesn't happen. Uh, and he can at least help nullify that top line a little. He's shown the ability to do that in the past. Didn't have him tonight. Boston, I think Charlie O'Connor made this point on Twitter. Like, Boston is one of the teams where you do you can actually point to an aspect of the game where you're like, we badly miss Sean Couturier. Uh, and, you know, they'll get him back eventually. They had a 3-1 lead in the third. It's not like they lost because they didn't have coots, but it would be nice to have him for games like this, especially when he has such an important role against the Bergeron line. It's, 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 it's important to defend them. Faraby shot is looking great. Yeah, it looks like he's uh he's he's got something going with that with that one timer. He just he's developing. You know, I think he's going to develop into a pretty consistent scorer for this team. It's why they drafted him where they did. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm seeing out of Faraby. Was hoping, uh, you know, coming off the hat trick, wanted to see okay, let's see how he follows it up because that's what young players struggle with most is consistency. And it's like, all right, you know, going through the game. Where Where is he now? Okay, where's Faraby? And then he comes through with a huge goal. That was a big one. That should have been that should have been the game winner as far as I'm concerned. If Boston gets the second one, kind of see that coming, you know, the, It's going to come down to a net pull. It's not like you're going to pull away from the Bruins. They're a very, very good team. I think the Flyers are going to be battling for the, battling them for the top spot in the division. But like, God damn it, <sighs> just put this one away. They also had opportunities at the empty net that could have put this one away. I mean, fuck, man. Just gave, gave away an extra point. Just gave, really too because it's one you could have had, and it's one they got. Positive side, we are getting to watch hockey. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully that continues. It's not, uh, I'm not, I'm gonna try to stay optimistic. I don't know who, but they really need a legit veteran, top level D man who can calm things down on the back end. This is something Fletch needs to figure out? Oh, it's it's a concern. They need a top four defenseman. They just do. It's it's very clear. They need someone, preferably right handed, that they can preferably pair with Ivan Provorov, play twenty plus minutes a game, and uh, help lock things down. Tk needs to start shooting for rebounds, not the corner glass. I mean, you know, the one tonight, like, here's the, like, you don't shoot at the goalie. They're aiming for a very small area, and the one tonight I thought was a a nice play when he gets, he gets rasked down and, and just goes to shelf it, he misses, but that happens. My concern with TK tonight was, um, his passing. I just, there was one, uh, I think in the third on the power play, he just threw a pass out of the zone, like... 10 feet off target, ended the power play, essentially. they uh, Essentially, they had, like, a couple seconds left, and it was just a way-off target pass, pulled the point man out of the zone, power play's over. He won a couple of battles behind the net, had chances to set guys up, and just didn't even pass. It was just, like, flinging the puck. These weren't, like, these weren't saucer passes. These were just tossing the puck however, like, releasing it high, like, not... Not sauce, like, fucking belly button or higher high. That, that He just looked, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing passing the puck tonight, but it wasn't good. Outside of the collapse in the third with the penalties, this was actually one of the better games they've played as a team, in my opinion. I agreed until I saw what happened at the end. Like, I was willing to forgive the first period, looking at the way they built on, from the second to the third, and then... Just a calamity of errors. Like, just handing the Bruins, who don't need any help. Like, they very well could have tied this game without the help of the penalties, and you just gave it to them. I... ah. This is easily the most frustrating loss of the season, because they had them. Hart was still amazing. Hart was good. Hart was good. You're 12 seconds from a 3-2 win. Yeah, I mean... You know, Fourteen seconds, but who's counting? Like, I. Fuck, man. I... That's infuriating. Boston always tying it up with less than a minute left for years. does seem like, I mean, they have an incredible ability to come back. They came back from, I think it was 3-0, they were saying, against Washington the other night. I missed the game, but uh, they were mentioned it during the broadcast. Uh, end up winning 5-3. Like, Boston is a damn good team. I happen to believe the Flyers are pretty freaking close to them. They just, and I think the Flyers, through the course of the year, will improve. This is a team that is... Working some things out, like I said, they they have to go add a um, they have to go add a defenseman. People are asking about Lindblom, asking about Patrick. Like I think those guys, as they just get more reps and get more comfortable, get their legs back under them, they will be better. But gave this one away. Where was Haig? Did he even play? No, of course he didn't play. Did he? I don't think he did. No, it was Gustafson and Braun tonight. were the uh, Were the third pair right? Yeah now Hague's out of the lineup because hague is very bad jvr is team mvp uh is jvr is team mvp so far so uh even the Faraby goal was set up by him yeah, jvr is making plays out there man I, i'm i as a pretty as a pretty strong defender of jvr i am both surprised and, and impressed by his level of all-around play this year for the love of God, please take Provorov off of power play one, let Ghost Gus, or even Sandheim quarterback the unit. Yeah, I, you know, Provorov has been overall pretty productive on that top power play unit, but he just, he's so mechanical. He never really makes a dynamic play. I would love to see Gostaspair back up there. I know Gostaspair has had his issues. Just hitting the net, uh, which is what Provorov does best from there. It's why he's been pretty productive, considering he's, like, not awesome on the power play. Not the greatest puck handler. But I, they gotta, they gotta figure something else out up there. I, it's, it's hurting them. Uh, It's, it really is. Do we win on Friday? I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, last year the forwards played great defense, this year I'm not seeing it, and I think it'll come around, um, I, I, and I'm done using this as an excuse because we're now into February, but like, around the league, team defense hasn't been great uh, for the most part, and it's just kind of one of those things I think structure will come around as the season, I'm talking about league-wide, oh. I think structure will come around as the season progresses, but It's not an excuse for the Flyers anymore. Like, they've got enough guys who've been together long enough, and this is the second year the coach now. It's, they have to step this game up. And it's not just on the defensemen. The defensemen could be a lot better passing the puck. The defensemen could win more battles behind the net. But when they do get the puck on their stick, the forwards have to help out getting back. They have to force more turnovers at the top of the blue line, uh, be more on top of the point men, not make it look like a power play with how much they sag off. Um it's it's a team defense issue. Myers was good, I agree. (laughs) Fowler, Manson, or Lindholm, which Anaheim D-Man will the Flyers trade for? They just need somebody. Literally any anybody at this point. The second and most of the third, I thought they looked like last year's Flyers. Yeah, I was until (laughs) until the goal that made it three two and then, you know, the penalty after that, like I, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is one of the best games they've played this year, even with the awful start to the game. It's just, you know, we all saw what happened. I know the ending was disappointing, but we were right there the whole game against the reigning President's Trophy winners without our 1C. Yes, this is true. This is true. But you had a 3-1... But that's that's where character and discipline come into, come into you know... I, I don't... I, Come I don't know where that sentence is going. That's where they just have to be sm- like they have a three-one lead in the third period. They weren't right there with them. It is now let's win the game time, and they were unable to put it away because of their own lack of discipline. It just you have to be smarter than that. I don't know how else to say it. It's it, one of the most frustrating Flyers losses I can remember because they had it. I'll take this over the 6-1 tire fire we got last time. Yeah, sure, but that's not the like that's not the goal of this season is to look like last year they needed to show signs of improvement. That's what I wanted to see out of them last year, like, okay, that was better. This year it's about winning and beating good teams like the Bruins and, you know, they haven't beat them yet. I don't know what's more frustrating, taking lazy penalties that you just know are going to give them the game back or the complete inability to start a game strong by making crisp passes and getting the transition game going. I mean, the passing still, throughout the game, the passing needed to be better, even when they started to play better. Uh, The passing has been an issue for much of this season. I don't, they have a lot of guys who are good passers. I don't know why the passing is so difficult, but it seems to be. I don't even have words. What is the answer here? We're lucky to have the record that we do right now. I know this team isn't this bad, but they can't keep playing like this. How do we fix it? I mean, tonight was a lack of discipline. They lost tonight because they took a bunch of bad penalties. Like, that's why they lost, was stupid fucking penalties. As poor as they've played at points this season, like, tonight they played really well for the most part. It's just, you have to put it all together, and they haven't been able to yet. But, like, in terms of big picture, yeah, they need Couturier back, and they need another defenseman. Faraby coming into his own is great to see on an otherwise shit night. I, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Faraby develop. I'm hoping he becomes a, a consistent scorer, you know, soon, sooner than later for this team, but... I. I'm just, I've seen guys have good stretches and not be, like, ready to go yet. You know, like, okay, yeah, now he's a—he's going to produce, like, a top six forward. Hope he does. Really hoping he does, because they badly need it. Especially a guy who, like, knows how to and is willing to shoot the fucking puck. But I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Farabee, and I'm happy that he's scoring. Let's wait and see. What is the timeline on 14? I think today they said 7 to 10 days. I think that's the, uh, I think that's what people are like, another week or so for Couturier. They can hold it together until then. I just hope, like, when he comes back, he's showing Couturier, and it's not another week before he's got to get his legs under him. Uh, do you think if Coots comes back and we're still playing this level of bad hockey, that Av could be on the hot seat? I, I, I who you replacing him with? I can't imagine they fire Elaine Vigneault. Like, no, I just don't see it. There's, I, I they're winning, <laughs> like they're winning games. They have like two games this year that they don't have a point in. I just don't see them. Uh, <laughs> like I don't see them firing the coach with a winning record. Um, you know good scoring numbers, just getting bad def- defense, like, I, 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 no, not yet, Mike Tariko was fun on the, pe- on the play-by-play, yeah, I liked him, I thought he did a good job, I had no problems with Tarico tonight, he's got a very soothing voice, I hear Mike Tarico's voice, and I'm just like, oh, okay, some sports are on, let's enjoy some sports, and then, of course, the Flyers go and just kick me in the dick, <laughs> but I like, uh, I like Tarico. I want to see more of Hayes, G and Jake. I like that line too. I think they're going to have to start maybe stacking the top a little as the uh some of the young guys get before uh, you know, they got to get some of the young guys going, but they might have to stop stack the top a little with with you know, combinations like Hayes, G and Jake. I like those guys together. It's um if Jake If all three of them just shot a little bit more, like, I would absolutely fucking love that line. (laughs) Hayes tonight, it was right after his goal, and they showed a replay of it on the broadcast, I think. Like, Hayes tonight gets a puck in the slot, steps into a shooting lane, and then just holds it and looks to pass, and just the whole moment passes. And it was just like, dude... You just scored. You just... You just scored. By shooting. Do that again. Are you just trying to be unselfish? Fucking put the puck in the net. That one, that's like... That was one of the great snapshots of this team refusing to shoot the puck uh, that we've seen all year. Like, a dude who had just scored is in a prime scoring, is in prime scoring territory with a shooting lane. And was like, no, I'm going to try to get this down low. I think he was looking for TK on the back door, maybe. And was like, you're just fucking shoot, just fucking shoot. Bunneman has impressed me with his growth this season. I just wish he can develop a scoring touch or put more pucks on the tape. I, you know, maybe he will. But I, Bunneman's like this team's fifteenth forward, you know. And I, I like him as as a four C, but that's what he is, and there's a reason he's the four C because he's not going to do those things consistent consistently. If he did, he'd play more minutes and not be on a fourth line. But he's been fine. He's been. He, it's it's nice to see that they're starting to bring along some of these um, utility pieces. You know, it, it looked for a while like Hextall, Okay, maybe we don't have uh, like stars, but we have a ton of useful utility pieces which are very important especially when you're putting together a winner because like you need those guys on cheap deals to just kind of come in and come out and when it's time to pay them they leave like you can't be paying the Ryan Hartmans and the Tyler Pitlicks of the world you need to be able to kind of cycle in and cycle out dudes like Connor Bunneman it looks like they have a few of those guys now and uh that's nice to see but I mean if you're looking for him to have more than a couple of points every season I you know He is what he is. Lawton could have scored an empty net and looked back to pass to Farabee. Yeah, it looked like he could have muscled that one through when he was along the boards, right? Uh, It looked like he could have muscled that one through, I thought. Um, You get a guy in front of you, maybe you want to try to look for the open ice, I get it, but fuck, that would have ended the game, you know? That's it. Boom. Game over. Flyers, two points. Boston, zero points we're all on here screaming woo cause that's how, if the Flyers just win this like they should have, we're not talking about the slow, maybe a little bit about the slow start, but like we're not just harping on penalties and can they win uh, against better teams Uh, who's the next defenseman they're bringing in, is Elaine Vigneault on the hot seat, Jesus Christ like those things aren't coming up if this team just doesn't fucking take uh, a bunch of bad penalties and someone nets an empty netter when they could have the image of the puck being taken away from us at the blue line with an empty net will haunt me for a while my god if my if my philly sports if the things from philly sports that haunted me were like that benign i would <laughs> i'd be a happy guy <laughs> i'm generally pretty happy i hit the over tonight not the way i wanted to my whole i had the whole thing worked out the flyers when they when they get up 2-1 i'm like all right we can still hit this over Flyers get an insurance goal, three-one. They do it. All right, Boston. Boston is probably gonna come back and make this a one-goal game. They do it. Okay, we got the empty net. Here we go. This is how they're gonna hit the over. No. No, they hit it by fucking Boston tying the game with 14 seconds left. So that was a little disappointing for your boy. Uh, money I'd gladly give back uh, if if they could have just won this game outright, you know, like 3-2. Would have been very happy with that rather than that overhitting and, uh, you know, things transpiring the way they did. How much would you pay for the gritty painting? I wouldn't, uh, but more power to anyone who would. Does Bunneman sit when Coots is healthy? You know, we talked about this on BSH Radio, and I have what I believe is a great idea. Sean Couturier on defense. Boom, problem solved. Center is a third defenseman anyway, so he knows what to do. He knows how to play defense. Sean Couturier, pairing with Ivan Provorov, boom, problem solved. We don't have to sit one of these forwards who are playing well. No one has to come out of the lineup except for, like, Braun or Gustafson or something, I I don't I don't see a downside. Uh, why not? Uh, this is from Charlie O. Uh, the Flyers have won quite a few games this year. They probably deserve to lose. This is one uh, where if one penalty isn't called or one puck bounces a different way, they probably come away with the win. Honestly, they were due for one like this. And that's probably true, but, like, nobody ever, like, it's never, you're never due for anything. Like, you get what you get. Nobody's due for shit. Like, don't commit those penalties. How about that? And then, like, if they just, if if Hayes just doesn't hook the guy, if the glove isn't squeezed, like, around the puck, you know, if Lawton keeps his feet moving, then they weren't due for it. Like, I, you know, I love Charlie, and... In general, he's right about the sentiment. It's just like, you don't, no one's due for shit. It, it, like, don't walk by a, a, a fucking um, roulette table and be like, oh my God, it's been read four times in a row. Black is due. Ain't nothing due. Like,. <laughs> Farabee says they'll be ready for them Friday. Hope so. Would love two points out of that one. There's nothing I hate more than a weekend, like a Friday or Saturday especially. They play on Super Bowl Sunday too, but at least it's early. But there's nothing I hate more than having to do the... And not like this is a major chore. You know, it's... I'm coming out here and yelling nonsense about the fucking, you know, the ice sport. (laughs) But there's nothing I hate more than having to do post-game on a Friday or Saturday, and they shit all over themselves. Like, it would be nice if they just come away with two points on Friday. That's all I'm saying. Think AV sits Lawton? I think there's a lot of candidates to be set after that one. Uh, but, like, who do you put in? I, you put Sam Moran back in. You really want Samuel Moran playing five minutes against Boston when you know what you need against Boston? Firepower. Because you know what they have? Firepower. Like you're already you're already down, uh, Sean Couturier. Uh, it just seems like one of them cutting off your nose, etc. Sort of situations. Like oh yeah, we want to send a message, but also it's gonna hurt the team. So uh, maybe they sit someone. Um, plenty of candidates after some individual efforts that were subpar tonight, but I don't see it. Bill will always have shoot shootout with. Always. It will live on. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in, like, the Library of Congress, fairly certain. So, it's, uh, it's made its mark on history. Seems like 50% of passes back to Provy at the point on the power play are fumbled. He does have, like, uh, even the ones, like, he corrals. It seems like he has a lot of double catch. Like, oh, okay, got it. Like, I know. He's just so... He's just not... It's just not his thing. Like, he's a very good defenseman. I believe that he is, like, gonna turn into a true number one defenseman. And he's already like that. But, I mean, the kind of guy you win a cup with. Which, you know, there's always that guy. I don't even think you need the deepest blue line in the world, honestly. I think you just need that one guy who plays 25, 30 fucking minutes. Um, Obviously, depth helps. But I, I think he could honestly turn into that guy. But the power play is just not something... It's it's just not his thing. I don't know. Can Gus just never play again, please? I thought Gustafson was alright tonight. Honestly, I thought this was maybe Gustafson's best game. Um, you know, the mistakes are going to be there. I thought he just made a few pretty slick defensive plays tonight um, that... Had been total fuck-ups previously. Like, bar is low. Bar is real low. But I kind of and he he had that block late um, that I thought was pretty nice. But I just he had a couple of takeaways early in the game, uh, low in the defensive zone. That I was like, oh, was that? Oh yeah, that was five six. Okay, 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 kid. Like it's just yeah. But he's he is the third pair is a problem. We know this. Whoever they have out there, if it's Gus, if it's Braun, or if it's Haig, those three guys are not good. And they have an issue with the third pair. Love Tarico as well. Had a buddy text me saying the same. It was a nice change. It was. Was It was a welcome change. Uh, if I can't have Doc, I can't have Forslin. Like, you know, Doc's retired. Cool. Cool. Like Tariko. I think he's better at hockey than football, honestly. Like, Considerably, like, considerably better at hockey than football. Is Nolan Patrick playing well? Limblom doesn't feel like it. Uh, I thought Limblom made a couple of plays tonight, uh, just down low, like behind the net, that were kind of Limblom esque, but he looks nothing like he looked in the, you know, before he left the lineup last year. Obviously, looks nothing close to that. Uh, I thought Patrick. Honestly, looked better than he had tonight. Again, not saying he looked great, uh, but I thought he made a couple of plays as well. If he nets... I mean, if he nets his, his chance tonight, boom, we're all loving it. So uh, I, I thought Patrick was okay, but yeah, they need more out of those two. It's um, not hard to say that they need more out of those two guys overall. I still have Flyers-Avalanche Cup Final. I know you'll love that, Bill. I will especially love it if, like, Travel and attending games and shit is cool. Because I'm going out to Denver for that shit if it happens. You know, uh, it's, I love that town. Really fun. Um, <laughs> see if I can get SB Nation to cover it. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, who would Jesus, that would be a really fun final. I may have missed it, but what's the beer of the night? I got nothing tonight, guys. I'm, uh, I, I have a couple left in my fridge just uh, from the weekend and everything. But taking it a little easy tonight. Can't be drinking every night. I mean you can. Typically I do. Friday, we'll have a couple together. Promise. He called NAK a truck with no brakes. Yeah, that was fun that was a funny one. And he was running around a little too on those shifts, so it was good. That was a um like NAK laying the body again, looking a little more aggressive than he had. I feel bad that Craig uh Craig made a pasta hat trick come into existence. It was sort of funny though. what did he say it on the show or something? A fucking asshole. God damn it, Craig. I should make you do Friday's game and Sunday's. Nah, I got it. I that's I, I, I want to, like, hand off, like, 50% of the post games to Craig. Like, halfway through the day, I'm like, I should just have Craig do it. It's like, no, because I'm really going to need him to at some point, and I got to save him up, you know. One to see more out of TK doesn't look like a top-tier forward right now. Yeah, and that's, um, like, Hayes looks good. G looks good, Voracek looks good, JVR looks good, Couturier's hurt, but, like, TK, I just feel like is that missing piece to the top of the lineup. Uh, you know, you can have all the depth, guys like Lawton and Farby and all that can be playing however, you know, they can play well, they're gonna have their good games, have their bad games, but TK's not a kid anymore. He's been around long enough that we are depending on him night in and night out, and he hasn't, he hasn't... Hasn't looked like that kind of guy uh, for a lot of this season so far. Should NAK be known as Truck from now on? Knack Truck is good. Knack Truck is pretty good. We're gonna um We're gonna we're gonna push Knack Truck and see how people feel about it. Jesus, we're at 40... I said I wasn't going to hang out too long tonight. We're at 40 minutes. You people do this to me. I get yelling. You ask me questions. I'm stuck here. I continue yelling. I... Yeah. It's so much easier to come up with things to yell out when they lose. That's the like sometimes I listen back to the episodes after wins and I'm just like, ah, "Ha, how's a good one, you know? They they scored the goals. They did that hockey." And when they lose, there's so many like individual plays. You can point to. I feel like God day like uh, I feel like Bob McKenzie breaking it down after losses and I feel like uh, Stephen A Smith after wins. I'd like to see the Flyers stack their best forwards on a single line a bit more, too. Just seems like around the league, the best teams have a top line that can score at will. Uh, depth is important, I get that. But feel like having that fearsome top line is valuable. I agree, especially in the situation they're in now. I like the idea of this team spreading the talent around when, by just putting Sean Couturier... Like, you put Couturier with Limblom and Farby guess what? That's your first line. And then you can spread the talent otherwise. But when you don't have Couturier, when you don't have that one C who has that tough defensive role, I think you do have to answer fire with fire and go like G, Jake, and Hayes against the perfection line. How many fucking times did they say perfection line tonight? Had to, like... (laughs) I've just been complimenting the, the broadcast all game, but my God, could they have said perfection line any fucking more? I miss Pitlick. I liked him. I liked him too. Love Lawton and his game has been great this year. Think he'll channel this rage to go off Friday. Uh, I don't know if he's been great this year. He's played some good games, though. Uh, I like Lawton in general. I just think I'm really, like... It's funny. Like, I'm proud of Lawton turning himself into this player. You know, like... He could have sulked his career could have gone a different way um he could not be here anymore, but he like worked to become the guy he is now, and the guy he is now is incredibly valuable. He can play anywhere in the lineup in any position and not look out of place and it's very uh it's very important he's a valuable piece of a team that I think has the ability to have a playoff run and potentially challenge for a stanley cup and i'm like just really um it's it's a cool story. Like, it's not, like, overcoming adversity. It's not, like, the craziest overcoming adversity. It's just learning what you need to do and then applying it through years of hard work and turning into the player you need to be. Perfection Line is such a stupid fucking name. I. It's just, like... I, <laughs> It's not cool, you know. It's oh, they're the perfection line. Like, it's not a cool nickname. It's not Legion of Doom, you know. Like, it's oh, they're the perfection line. Really? Do they score on every shift? Are they plus infinity? Like, what? <laughs> it's three pretty good players. Like, yeah, they're really good. It's a really good line. Is it the perfection line? I don't. I don't know. Sean Couturier kind of like takes it to them when he's out there against them. He just wasn't out there tonight. All right, guy. Lawton to 1D. Yeah, why the hell not, right? (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um, If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, and boom, content delivered to you daily. It's just that simple. And you know what? We deliver a lot of content and don't really ask anything from you. Can you leave us some, like, five-star reviews? Uh, Say some nice things about us, because, like, subscriptions and downloads are huge. But as it turns out, like, ratings and reviews factor into the algorithm for, like, the top of the... uh, At least for Apple, like, factor into the uh, top of the charts sort of ranking and everything. So, uh, everyone's so polite. Like, I love that you guys thank me when I'm done this fucking thing. Like, (laughs) I I really appreciate it. Thank you all. Um... Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, give us, like, some good reviews and shit, we'll really appreciate it. Uh, that's it, thank you all for listening, thank you for hanging out, my name is Bill Matz, have a great week, everybody.